All right. Welcome back. It's the Avid Investor Podcast with me, your host, Josh Adamek. And today we're going to talk about the, or I'm going to talk about the quote unquote, uh, new ways to invest in real estate. And I want to give you uh, my thoughts, opinions, and and some feedback, uh, some opinions on on some of these things that uh, uh, ideas and concepts and stuff that are that are floating around the internet, uh, YouTube, bigger pockets, different podcasts, whatever. Um, uh, I just wanted to give you some feedback on on how I feel or my my thoughts on on the quote unquote new ways to invest in real estate. So here goes. Uh, first off, I I, <clears throat> I had the opportunity to uh, sit down uh, last week or the week before, a couple of weeks ago, uh, with, with with a younger guy that's that's fairly new to the business, and and he's he seems like he's doing pretty well. He's got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of moving pieces, and and uh, we get to talking. And, uh, he's throwing out all these terms, you know, all these, all these, you know, made up words, uh, uh, that I just didn't understand. Um, he's talking about wholetailing, uh, novating, uh, I think it was prehabbing, you know, just a bunch of different things that were like, you know, made up words. And, uh, uh, he's telling me he got, he's got these 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 deals in the pipeline and and things that he's working on and one of my my uh, my thoughts and my feedback on on how he could structure some things to 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 make it work. So so I asked him. I said um, I said tell me about this. Like I don't even understand what you're talking about. I don't, I've never heard of it. I don't know what you're talking about. Tell me how it works. Uh, so he starts to tell me that um, that you know. He's going to get a property. He's working in another state. He's he's got a group of properties or a number of properties, and he says, um, he says, well, what we're going to do is is we we go to the seller. Uh, they sign a document, a, a trust document, or something like that. Um, a power of attorney, and and you know that gets held in escrow. We control the property, and uh, we come in, we we rehab it, we we bring our own money in, we rehab it, and uh, then you know once it's done, we put it on the market, we sell it, and you know the the seller gets paid, the and and we we you know we make our profit. I said, oh okay, that's 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 a, a different concept. I, I I've heard of of stuff like that before. And I asked him, I said, uh, what happens when something goes wrong? He said, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, if, if it sounds like what you're getting ready to do, if all the stars align and everything's perfect, it will work. But, you know, what happens if something goes wrong? He says, well, what do you mean? Well, what do you mean if something goes wrong? I said, well, you know, you you don't have equitable interest or you don't you don't own the property. You don't con you, you control you. In theory, you control the property, but you don't own the property. What happens if that seller disappears? He says, oh, well, we have the, the power of attorney or the, the whatever, whatever it was. And I said, okay. I said, what if the title, when you go to sell the property, uh, the, 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 you don't get to choose the, the title company, the buyer does. What if the title company doesn't accept your power of attorney for whatever reason? What if they don't like the way it's worded? What if they don't like the way it's written? What if they they don't feel it's it's the way it's the right way to for you to have controlled that property? Then you're you know the day of closing, two days before closing, three days before closing, and you're trying to find the seller to you know get the proper paperwork. What happens if you go to the seller and he doesn't want to co cooperate? You know, um, what happens if you can't find the seller? 
what happens if the seller filed bankruptcy <laughs> while you're in the middle of this rehab? Now, keep in mind, I mean, he's talking about spending significant money and significant time, effort, energy, and money on, on rehabbing this house that he doesn't own. Um, you know, so, so there's a lot of variables. There's a lot of question marks. I mean, if that seller, if that seller has <clears throat> files bankruptcy, um, you know, has other debt, has other bad debt, get, you know, the property gets leaned as a result of, of the, uh, of debt collectors. Um, you know, there's things that are, that are outside of, of, you know, his control as, as far as like, not owning that property, not really controlling the property. I guess, yeah, in theory, you control the property with that trust document, that power of attorney or whatever it is, but there's things that can go wrong. So um, that was one example. And, and, you know, we talked a little bit more, uh, you know, about some different things, some different strategies. I gave him my thoughts and opinions on how he should structure that deal um, so that uh, so that he's properly protected uh, in the event that, that things go wrong. But, you know, bottom line is what, what I wanted to uh, really dive into today is um, there's so much stuff out there on the Internet. I mean, there's so many, so many quote unquote, uh, gurus and so many people teaching about real estate and talking about real estate investing and talking about business and entrepreneurship and all this stuff. And, and, and my opinion is that if you're taking advice for, from someone that one hasn't been in the business for at least a decade, um, 10 years that, that hasn't, done at least a hundred transactions, a hundred deals, doesn't have a hundred confirmed properties in portfolio, um, that, that, that hasn't been through multiple market cycles. Um, that's the, that's the key right there. Uh, market cycles. You know, I've talked about that before on, on other podcasts, other recordings, um, where, you know, we're in the top, we're, we're at or near the top of a market cycle right now. Uh, as of the last couple of weeks, uh, we've, we've been starting to see a shift over the past month or so, um, where I wouldn't say we're, we're, we're in a down market or heading into a down market or anything like that. Um, time will tell, but, uh, um, things have started to level out. Uh, uh, the, 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 the curve has, has flattened. So, um, if, if, if you're in, in the business and you're taking advice or you're learning from someone that, you know, just started in the business a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, uh, and they have this new uh, latest and greatest system, this this new uh, way to invest in real estate, be very careful, um, you know, because in, in an up market and in, in a market that's trending upwards, there's a lot of different ways to make money in real estate. I mean, it's, it's, you know, there's many, many, many ways, many strategies, um, many ways that, uh, uh, that you can buy real estate and invest in real estate and, and be profitable. Um, but does that model stand the test of time? Uh, that's the important part. Um, uh, are you learning from someone? Are you taking advice and, and getting educated from someone that understands market cycles, that has a proven method, a proven strategy uh, that will work regardless of market conditions? Um, you know, in, in reality, uh, uh, what, it, what it boils down to, and I've talked about this before, is, is there's three ways to invest in real estate. Um, there's wholesaling, there's retailing, 
and there's long-term cash flow. Uh, those are the three ways to invest in real estate. And those three, those three different strategies, so, sure, there's a bunch of different spinoffs uh, that you can do. Wholesaling, for example, um, there's a number of ways that you can wholesale real estate. Uh, there's there's you know, many different property types that you can wholesale. Um, you know, and different strategies to go about doing that, but it's, it's wholesaling real estate. Um, when it comes to retailing, same thing, retailing also known as rehabbing, flipping, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, there's, there's, you know, many different property types, a uh, number of different ways you can structure deals on the front end, on the back end. Uh, but it's selling, uh, real estate, retail, flipping, rehabbing, whatever you want to call it, uh, long-term cash flow. Uh, long-term investing, investing for cash flow. Uh, again, you know, many different property types. There's, you know, uh, residential, commercial, um, different types of commercial, self-storage, uh, office space, multifamily, uh, residential, you know, there's single family homes, um, many different types of single family homes, many different, um, classes of single family homes, but it's investing for the long term. Uh, so in, in reality, I mean, those are the three ways to invest in real estate. Uh, it's, you know, up to you to decide what, what method works best for you. But again, you know, if we go back to market cycles, um, you know, and, and market conditions, uh, you know, last several years, uh, we've been trending upwards in an up market. Uh, so there's been a lot of people, uh, that have, that have come into the business and, and, you know, started in the business, you know, everybody wants to get in when the market's good. Um, when in reality, the best time to get into real estate is in a down market. But, you know, if you don't understand market cycles and, and, and things like that, and, and you're not, you're not, not set up or you don't understand, you know, the, the, the proper techniques and strategies to invest in real estate in a down market, um, you know, you can, uh, <coughs> you can, you can lose. Uh, so, so, but again, um, you know, if, if you're really like hitting home on these, on these new ways to invest in real estate, um, you know, just, just be careful where you're getting your advice, uh, who you're getting your advice from and, and where you're learning these, these strategies. And, you know, I really want to hammer home on, on this point. Um, <clears throat> you know, one, whatever you do, uh, when you're investing in real estate, or running a business, any type of business, you got to make sure you're compliant. Um, you know, different states have different laws. So if you're learning, if you're learning a strategy from, you know, someone in a different state and you're going to bring, you know, you buy a course or whatever you, you, you invest in their, their system, you bring that system to, uh, to your state, it may not be compliant. Um, it may not, uh, it may not, meet the, the, the local laws and regulations. So, um, one, before you start your business, before you start investing in, in real estate, make sure you're compliant and make sure you have, uh, your proper documents in place and your paperwork. Um, don't buy that course off the internet and just go to work. Uh, make sure you have a real estate attorney that understand that a real estate attorney that understands contracts and contract law and things like that. And any paperwork that you're going to use as far as agreements, um, sales agreements, purchase agreements, uh, any sort of contractor agreements, uh, any, any written agreement that you're going to use, um, in your business, it is very, 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 very important, uh, that you have your attorney 
uh, either one, create those documents or two, at minimum, at minimum, uh, review and approve uh, the documents that you're going to use in your business. The old saying is uh, proper preparation prevents poor performance. So um, if you're properly prepared uh, to run your business, it's going to prevent poor performance down the line. Because, uh, um, you know, in reality, what happens, and you see this all the time, is, you know, somebody gets their, their docs off the internet, you know, goes to legal Zoom or whatever, you know, um, uh, puts their, you know, creates their business, gets their, gets their, uh, gets their agreements or, you know, gets them from a friend or, uh, buys them online somewhere, finds them in a course. And then, you know, comes back uh, home or wherever, uh, sets up shop and gets to work. And then, you know, there's an issue down the line and then, you know, it's time to scramble and find an attorney, you know, and, and, and get, get some representation. And what happens, uh, when you go to your attorney after the fact, the attorney will say, well, these documents are crap. Why didn't you have me, uh, prepare them for you? So, um, again, proper preparation prevents poor performance. If uh, before you start your business, before you start investing in real estate, have the proper structure in place as far as your business, have the proper structure in place as far as your documents, uh, and be sure that that in the event that you have an issue down the line, the attorney that is going to represent you or the person that is going to help you with those issues has already reviewed and approved and or uh, prepared the documents that that you're going to use so that they're familiar with um uh, so that they can, you know, confirm that they're compliant, uh, and two, you know, that they're familiar with, with, uh, the way your business is structured and the documents that you're using. And, and, you know, it will, it will prevent a lot of, uh, uh, potential headaches, uh, um, down the line. So, and in reality, when you, when you, when you're in business, when you run a bit, run a business, um, you know, regardless of, of what you do, there's going to be a time where, uh, things don't go right. And, and, you know, you, you, you know, have to take care of some things. So, um, again, make sure you're properly prepared, properly, properly set up and properly, uh, protected. So, you know, that's my advice, my take on, on how you should structure your business. And then again, <laughs> as far as the, as far as we, um, uh, as far as the different ways to invest in real estate goes, um, you know, if you're learning about the business, uh, you know, be careful, you know, be careful with all the flashy YouTube videos and, you know, all the social media pop-ups and, you know, the latest and greatest, uh, uh, strategies to, uh, quote unquote, get rich quick. I mean, <clears throat> in reality, this business and many businesses are not a, get rich quick business. They require work. They require, require effort. Um, they require a lot of, of preparation and a lot of hard work. And can you get to that point, um, where, uh, you know, where you're in a comfortable spot, uh, where you're, uh, where you've built wealth, where you've, um, I've created a, a substantial business. Yes, absolutely. But I promise you, there is there there is no magic formula. Uh, there is no system out there uh, that that you know you can you can you can take a you can buy someone's system and implement those strategies, and boom, all of a sudden, you know, you've you've got this massive portfolio, massive business, you know, uh, piles of money in the bank. I mean. <clears throat> 
Is that possible? Yes, absolutely. But it requires work. It requires time. It requires effort. It requires energy. It requires consistency. You got to be consistent uh, with with what you're doing. I talked about that on a previous podcast. Consistency. Um, you know what we do uh, uh, at Avid and Avid Management Group is you know it's it's not cool. It's not it's not flashy. It it you know, it doesn't look good on social media, um, you know, but we just buy a bunch of single family homes, just regular houses in regular neighborhoods, uh, you know, grandma's house, but we buy a lot of them and we have our systems in place. We have our team and we just do the same thing over and over and over again. And why do we invest in single family homes? One, it's long, it creates long-term cash flow. Uh, it's consistent. Um, the port, the, the, the homes that we buy, the portfolios that we build, uh, they perform, you know, regardless of market conditions. And we have a, a proper structure in place where, where it's it's a, a win-win it, it it's it's beneficial for our investment partners uh gives them the ability to own real estate without um uh without having to deal with all the day-to-day uh hassle of management um gives them the benefits of owning real estate uh the the cash flow the consistency uh the long term um, you know, the, the safety and security of, you know, regular houses and regular neighborhoods. So again, that's, that's the model that, that, you know, we stay laser focused on, uh, just buying a bunch of single family homes. Um, you know, I see it, uh, uh, I, I don't pay attention, um, to, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the new, uh, gurus, the new ways to uh, invest in real estate. I happen to hear about them from time to time when I meet with people, when I, um, you know, when I go to different events and things like that. But uh, in reality, I mean, you know, if you're going to take advice uh, from from someone, and, and I've said this a couple of times already, but if you're gonna if you're gonna learn a business, if, if you're gonna learn a model, um, you know, if you're gonna uh, uh, start a company, start investing in real estate, uh, be sure that that person that you're taking advice from or you're learning from has the experience, um, has the experience from time, has the experience from number of number of confirmed completed deals. Uh, number of properties and portfolio. Uh, and again, uh, make sure that in my opinion, you need, you need to make sure that, uh, that, that your business, your model is going to perform regardless of market conditions. Uh, is there money to be made in, in flipping and rehabbing homes? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, is there money to be made in, in wholesaling real estate? Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's how I started. So uh, that's how I started my business uh, almost 20 years ago. Um, <clears throat> is there money to be made in long-term investing, in investing for for cash flow over the t- long term? Yes, absolutely. Um, and in my opinion, uh, that's where you're going to create true wealth. That's where you're going to create a real business, um, you know, real uh, uh real assets with, with, with real value is looking at the, the, the long-term investing. Cause in reality, um, you know, real estate wasn't, wasn't designed to, um, you know, be a transactional type of investing. And why do I say that? Because there's, there's cost associated with it. Um, if you look at, uh, if you look at, um, you know, transactional real estate, I mean, you know, there's, there's almost 10% cost right out of the gate. When, uh, once you, once you factor in commissions, uh, um, uh, closing costs on the front end, 
Um, you know, forget about your holding costs for right now, but closing costs on the front end. If you're in the city of Pittsburgh, we have five over five percent transfer tax right now. Uh, so you have your transfer tax on the front end. Tip sometimes split between the buyer and seller, although I don't agree with it, but it's becoming more customary for the the, the buyer to pay closing costs. Um, you know, and and then you know on the back end you have transfer tax again. Uh, then you have your commission. So, I mean, that adds up real quick and that, that takes away, um, you know, from your profit, from your margins and, you know, adds to the, the, the cost of doing business. So, um, if you're going to constantly do, tra uh, transactional type investing, you know, flipping, wholesaling, whatever, uh, there's, there's big cost associated with that. Uh, however, if you're looking at a long-term building a, uh, a long-term por portfolio, you know, like we do just buy a bunch of single family homes or maybe like apartment buildings, multi-units, whatever commercial, um, you know, you, you don't have to, you're not really accounting for that transactional cost on the back end because you're going to keep it. So there's additional 10% right there. Um, not to mention the fact that, you know, over time you have capital growth, uh, you have appreciation, uh, more equity building up. You got your cash flow over time. You have your tax benefits. Tax benefits are huge in real estate. Uh, even though we uh, we we make money when when we invest in real estate, if you're if you're investing properly, uh, you should be cash flowing. Uh, we get to take depreciation. We get to um, uh, take expenses against our portfolio, which which helps to offset some of that income. So it's nice. There's there's tax benefits with real estate. Uh, but you know if 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 you're just constantly flipping, constantly, you know, whatever those those terms were, uh, wholetailing, you know, novating, prehab, whatever. Um, if you're just constantly, constantly flipping, constantly turning, um, you know, it's it's you're not truly investing in real estate. You're not building something. You're not building a portfolio. You're not building. Um, you're you're not building. You know, long term wealth, long term cash flow. Um, you're flipping flipping you're you know if you're leaving your job to uh go invest in real estate you're trading your job for another job how do i know that because i did it i did it for a long time um and and it's work it uh uh sure you can have a team you can have your systems you can have things like that but uh um you know if if you want to be in my opinion if you want to be truly su successful in real estate um if you want to build uh, uh, something of real value in real estate, you got to look at long-term investing that, that maybe that's not your entire portfolio, but that needs to be a part of your portfolio for sure. Um, but again, you know, as far as is, is, you know, the, the, the new trendy ways to invest in real estate, just be careful, be cautious. Um, always be cautious of who you're learning from, who you're dealing with, uh, regardless of what business you're in or, or, you know, what, uh, what, what strategy, what method you're learning, just, uh, just be cautious. And, and, and this will be the last time I say this, but truly, truly understand, um, that, uh, if you're going to invest in real estate, if you're going to uh, start a real estate investment company, real estate investment business, uh, whatever, you need, you must, must, must understand market cycles, uh, market conditions, and be sure that um, one, that your model, your strategy is designed 
to perform regardless of market conditions or two, that you have the ability to weather a storm, uh, that you have the ability to uh, carry your business, your company through a down market, uh, through a downturn, through a, um, uh, you know, potential recession, uh, anything like that. So um, you have to understand that, uh, that, that those down markets, um, you know, they're not a week long, they're not two weeks long, they're not 30 days. Uh, when we go into a down market growth, growth, prosperity, recession, depression, um, you know, when we go into the down market, uh, that could be two years, three years, four years. Um, by the time we get through the, the cycle and, and head back up into um, growth and prosperity. Uh, so you, you need to be sure that, that, you know, your, your method, um, your strategy, that you have a way to weather the storm. And a lot of times the way to weather that storm is having the portfolio, having the cash flow uh, from, from the long-term portfolio. So um, if you want to flip out, if you want to flip, if you want to do new construction, you want to do uh, infill new construction or land development, no problem. You know, there's money to be made in, in, in those strategies, but, but just understand that, you know, there's no crystal ball and there's no way to predict, uh, uh, when a market is going to change or, 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 you know, when we're, we're going to head into a down market. So just be prepared and understand that you need to be able to, uh, weather that storm, um, with your business as a whole. So, uh, that's it. That's what I have for today. I just uh, I felt the need to to talk about that, uh, talk about uh, the the different ways to invest in real estate, and and give a little uh, feedback, thoughts, and opinions on you know the the quote unquote new ways to invest in real estate. So again, um, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm not asking for anything in return here. I do this, uh, do this podcast, do this recording for you guys, uh, in hopes that you'll find some, some benefit, uh, uh, from the messages that I deliver. And all that I ask in return is that, you know, if you find value in, in my messages, my recordings, share it with somebody, share it on social media, uh, take the link, send it to a friend, uh, whatever. I think there's, you know, if you go on, if you're on YouTube or, or Spotify or wherever you can follow, you can uh, subscribe. So go ahead and do that um, and you'll get notifications. Uh, we're trying to do uh, a new recording once a week here. So um, stay tuned in and, and thank you guys so much for listening and taking the time to uh, uh, tune in here. And, and, you know, I appreciate appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. So thank you and have a great day.